all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by IIFL Securities. Good morning. You're listening to the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 25th of November. It proved to be an eventful weekend in the political landscape of Maharashtra. Some of you will already be aware that the BJP under the leadership of Devendra Fadnavis along with Ajit Pawar of the NCP carried out what some are calling a coup early on Saturday. They formed the government with Fadnavis and Pawar swearing in as chief minister and deputy chief minister respectively. The NCP under Sharad Pawar, the Shiv Sena and the Congress were up in arms at the development with the matter getting eventually taken to the Supreme Court. A three-judge Supreme Court bench adjourned the case till today without any directive on the immediate floor test sought by the Congress, the NCP and the Shiv Sena. It further asked Solicitor General Tushar Mehta to place before it at 10.30am today the letters of the Governor recommending revocation of President's rule and inviting Devendra Fadnavis to form government in Maharashtra. Meanwhile, NCP leader Jayant Patil went to the Rajbhavan on Sunday with a letter to Governor Koshiari to inform him about the replacement of Ajit Pawar as the legislature party head. But a Rajbhavan official told PTI that the governor is not in Mumbai. Ajit Pawar claimed to be still part of the NCP in a tweet, saying the BJP-NCP alliance would provide a stable government in the state over the next five years. Sharad Pawar, who is the patriarch of the NCP, responded with a tweet of his own, dismissing Ajit Pawar's claims and saying there was no question of the NCP allying with the BJP. Let's move on to other news. The market regulator SEBI has barred Kavi stockbroking from signing new customers as an initial report found that it sold client securities and used funds for its own purposes. The SEBI also directed depositories NSDL and CDSL to not act upon any instruction by Kavi with immediate effect, according to an interim order uploaded on its website. The government plans to amend the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code to provide immunity to companies taking over stressed assets from prosecution for financial crimes committed by erstwhile promoters. This is intended to make the insolvency process more attractive for bidders. Reliance Communications has said that its lenders have rejected the resignation of Chairman Anil Ambani and four other directors and asked them to cooperate in the ongoing a corporate insolvency resolution process. Ambani, along with four directors, had resigned from the company earlier this month. The government has set a 50-day deadline for an asset valuer to carry out the valuation of all the assets of Bharat Petroleum Corporation or BPCL. The completion of the process is expected to trigger the invitation of price bids from potential acquirers. The coal ministry recently inquired uh, from the state-run miner, that is Coal India, about the operational status of the additional blocks allotted to it and whether extraction from these coal blocks is techno-economically feasible, according to an official. 
The government was told that of the 110 additional Coal India blocks, 50 were explored, 41 were under exploration and the balanced 19 were partly or regionally explored. Let's turn to international news now. A record number of Hong Kong citizens cast ballots in district council elections on Sunday, seizing the first opportunity to vote after months of increasingly violent protests calling for greater democracy. Pro-democracy candidates made huge gains, according to the South China Morning Post. The vote unfolded peacefully despite concerns it would be delayed or disrupted by violence following unrest in the lead-up. Results are expected later today. China has said that it will raise penalties on violations of intellectual property rights in an attempt to address one of the sticking points in trade talks with the US. The country will also consider lowering the threshold for criminal punishment for those who steal intellectual property, according to guidelines issued by the government on Sunday. The US wants China to commit to cracking down on IP theft and stop forcing US companies to hand over their commercial secrets as a condition of doing business there. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the Trade Center for the Day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How are we looking at the start of the week? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. Global markets are on a good footing today. Most of the Asian markets have also opened stronger. The SCX Nifty is indicating positive outlook after the positive close by the US indices. In terms of news, there was the changes that was announced by the Bombay Stock Exchange for the Sensex and the other indices. For the Sensex, Titan, Ultratech and Nestle come in into the Sensex with effects from 23rd December. The deletions include Tata Motors, Tata Motors DVR, Vedanta as well as Yes Bank. Try also released the second quarter telecom data. Reliance Geo's market share increased by 353 basis points. Bharti Airtel's revenue market share also increased by 70 basis points and this comes at the cost of Vodafone Idea as well as BSNL. In terms of stocks to watch, watch out, watch out for IDBI Bank and Muthut Finance. IDBI will sell 66.67% stake in IDBI Asset Management and 100% stake in IDBI Mutual Fund Trustee Company to Muthut Finance. The entire deal is worth 215 crores. Siemens had an analyst meet. The company says they want to pursue profitable growth with visible cash flow recovery. The long-term strategy would be to preserve margins and focus on the quality of order inflow. But they see soft FY20 with weakness in thermal power, TND, infra and industrial capex. There is a better outlook for metro railway and industrial boiler, while digitalization remains the key focus. Writes OFS, uh, the update is that the demand is at 111% and the government will exercise the oversubscription option and sell up to 11.07% stake. Power Grid has been declared the successful bidder in two intrastate transmission projects in Uttar Pradesh. ARSS Infra projects received an order worth 46 crores for construction of a road project in Sonepur. In terms of some of the bulk deals, Yes Bank sold in half a percent stake in Reliance Capital. Goldman Sachs sold in half a percent stake in Satin Credit. And Safari Industries is interesting. Ashish Kacholia acquired 2 lakh shares while Safe India Holding acquired 5.8 lakh shares. 
Tano India Private Equity Fund was the seller of 10.7 lakh shares. In terms of IPO update, CSB IPO has been fully subscribed on the first day. And in terms of brokerages, Morgan Stanley has upgraded DLF to an overweight from an equal weight with a revised target price of 269 from the earlier 201. Even UBS recommends buying DLF with a target price of 240. And Bank of America Merrill Lynch downgrades BEL to an underperform from a buy. And the target price has been cut to 92 from 136. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts for that log on to our website bloombergquin.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade thanks darshan and as always thank you all for listening in this is alex matthew signing off have a great day and an even better week i hope you enjoyed listening to all you need to know did you know that you can listen to the show on the ivm podcast app On the IVM podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you will enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Verma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.